0: all right
1: <laughs> welcome back <laughs> okay. we'll just start again
0: yep and market. we're not gonna i'm not gonna and find cut I'll, I'll cut this out oh that was
1: good thanks hey guys welcome back to another episode of double digested uh i'm here with rebecca today we are Saul's guest Um, but we'll definitely be bringing you a great recap of episode 11.
0: No, I think we're just doing episode 10. Episode
1: 10. Can you you tell how prepared I am?
0: Yeah. We're not, um, uh, just to break the illusion, (laughs) we're we're a week further into the future than we should be in episode 10 was called, it's not. We're going to find it in a sec. It's loading. Uh, In the meantime, tell me about what's new with you. Okay.
1: So this week, my office launched an obnoxious new initiative where essentially everyone downloads this app and we have to input all our health data and it's shared among the entire office, like Facebook. So like I'll be sitting at my desk and I'll get like a notification on my phone and it'll be like, Samantha from finance had a salad or like... Jimmy from like marketing is t- walked up the stairs instead of took the elevator, and they've like sectioned us out into teams. So like we compete to be the healthiest team, but everything is like, oh my god, it's just like, this is
0: like full black mirror. Yeah, I don't it, like this. It is, don't it's really, this
1: it's really black mirror. It's also like the pinnacle of like corporate awfulness and everyone is like competing to like show off their greek yogurts and their stevia sweetened coffees and it's exhausting that being said i posted three times today okay so
0: what have you been doing like um, so it's effective. well i had some
1: yeah well yes it is quite effective um, i posted some mic- I, I ate mixed nuts and goji berries which i'll be honest was revolting but it added to my points
0: yeah goji berries are like straight up not
1: good no they're really bad and people think they're good because they sound weird and They kind
0: of taste like nothing or maybe even bitter they're just
1: yeah. like, they're just not they take how like, crazy yeah it's a it's a like a it's like a crazen meets a blueberry meets worse that's what it goes that's what it's sad yeah and the the trail mix that i was eating had yogurt chips in it instead of chocolate chips okay which was also super depressing um i feel like
0: yogurt chips have even more sugar straight up because they're like very yeah
1: yeah i I also like hate them because i always am expecting a white chocolate chip and it doesn't have the follow-through um what do you feel about like a peanut butter chip um, I would eat a peanut butter chip. I love peanut butter. I eat it with anything. But that's the other thing. People in my office, like, bring peanut butter to work, but only organic peanut butter. So I was like, I don't think you have to, like... Is refriger- it the kind that,
0: like, has an oil Yes, that's it's yeah, the one yeah. that
1: separates, and they all, like, keep it in the fridge, and there's no room for anything else, because there's, like, 30 jars of peanut butter. And I'm like, I don't think you need to refrigerate that. And then this one girl was like, uh, you do if it's organic. And I was like, I'm actually going to jump out the window. It was awful. And, like, everyone is, like... You can get points for taking deep breaths so the people that don't want to participate just keep taking deep breaths and logging their breaths. And everything <laughs> is like, yeah, everything is prorated for like the type of thing. So like if you go to the gym, you get five points. If you like drink water a lot, you get two points. If you take a breath, so you get one. it's like Weight
0: Watchers. It's deep like Weight Watchers, but like,
1: but like Big Brother Weight Watchers.
0: Big Brother Weight Watcher, Hogwarts has points.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. That's.
0: Yeah. Does your team have a name?
1: Uh, yes. <laughs> the name is I Pity the Food. Which I'm pretty sure is, like, encouraging body dysmorphia or something. I was something. About to say, that's kind of, like, yeah. shaming. I wanted it to be, like, fit tea and then bracket M bracket. Like, fit tea. Like, the laxative tea that the Kardashians oh, promote. Oh, I know okay. fit tea. <laughs> but I don't think my team was I think board. you get
0: negative points for using fit tea. Yeah, like I think straight fit tea is a little more
1: damaging than I pity the food.
0: Okay, so on that note of, like, health, um, we're going to play a new game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give you the headphones. It's called Guess That Sound. <laughs> oh
1: my god, I'm very startled.
0: <laughs> I'm going to need you to... Oh, by the way, this episode's <coughs> called The Last Weekend, but we're not Oh, doing. The last
1: Weekend. There you go, guys. Okay, so here,
0: just put them on. Okay. And I'm going to need you to close your eyes, and you're going to have to guess that Oh, this is exciting. That sound. Okay, okay, tell
1: me when to close my eyes.
0: Um, <laughs> you can close your eyes now. Okay. Okay. This might take a second to work.
1: Okay, I'm excited. Wait. Oh, no. Wait. Hey, I feel oh, like no. something's going to like touch my face. Fuck, hold on. <laughs> <sighs> oh my god. Are those Pop Rocks?
0: Look what I found in my bag!
1: You're Good at- <laughs> job! <laughs> okay, for the listeners at home, if you couldn't hear that on the pickup, Rebecca fully just put popping candies in her mouth and opened her mouth into the microphone. It's a
0: chocolate bar with Pop Rocks in it.
1: That's like... Um, I it took
0: a second for them to start popping.
1: That's like... Um,
0: wait,
1: wait, come
0: on. Okay, wait. <laughs> no, it's so subtle.
1: <laughs> it's very quiet, but you can definitely hear it. Mm-hmm. That's like... Um, oh, what is it called? Uh, Cadbury Marvelous Creations? How they put mm-hmm. Pop Rocks in their candy now? But
0: excuse me, Dylan was doing... <laughs> Do you want <laughs> Guess where I got this? One guess.
1: Um, Which Dylan's? Where? I don't even know what Dylan's.
0: It's, like, touristy. It's, okay. like, not Was it, like, Young In and Dundas first, Square Cashmint, or something? In the first she, like, goes to, like, a Dylan's. Canyon. Do we have
1: that here? Is it no. from- Okay. Is it, like, somewhere very... Is it, like, Times Square or something?
0: It's the Grove.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the Times Square of L.A. That's <laughs> no better.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you can have some if you want, oh, but it excited. might disrupt the... Oh, it's, like, still going. I kind of like
1: it. Uh, I wonder if the audience... Honestly, I like it when people eat things on podcasts that I'm listening to, so I'm gonna assume our listeners do too. So I listen
0: <laughs> they're still going. It's so weird. Um I listen to You can't hear it on the a mic. podcast called The Doughboys. That's like oh. fully them chewing into the microphone. Oh,
1: I've listened. I mean I've oh, only yeah, listened to did. the episodes you recommended to me, but also I, I feel that. sorry,
0: we need to get started, but also quickly. Mm-hmm. You've been burning through. My dad wrote a porno. <laughs>
1: oh my god. I am <laughs> Rebecca told me about this podcast.
0: I f- definitely four mentioned or five it on days ago I yeah you been- mentioned it on the
1: podcast and I didn't really like know what you were talking about and then we got into discussing it like last week maybe Wednesday or n- maybe later I don't even know and I'm now almost done season two
0: it's <laughs> it is
1: so good and like into the second season they start introducing like footnotes episodes or like interviews with <laughs> special guests. and I just got through the one with Joe Crick Creek. i don't know it was like some british guy he talked like he talked like michael oh well, no he didn't even, he talked really regal oh like, then he was i like, might have
0: fully if, if it's sometimes with footnotes if i'm like not in the mood i just skip through because i want to get to more oh, okay
1: this one this one's good it's like it's a stand-up comedian and he's actually very funny okay, he the talks the like this and they bring him because he can read it and it's like very bougie that is so funny. but it's you guys need to listen to this podcast it's incredible i
0: do love the politics of like accents on that show. yeah <laughs> i know I, I love thing. when they
1: like make references to like how a character sounds a certain way so like they like must be from Girl. x yeah, <laughs> yeah and then alice will do an accent and you're like honestly i can see it
0: oh they're amazing yeah
1: they also do their American accents, like, in the Amsterdam thing. They call it Amsterdam.
0: It's too much. <laughs> yeah, so a, where are you? Because you last messaged me um, about Helga, which I know is chapter yeah. three of um, book two.
1: Yes, I am I think I'm book two, uh, episode, or chapter five.
0: Wait,
1: so yeah. did
0: she? Sorry, this is so... But at the restaurant, was she, like, fully, like, sloppy naked at the restaurant? I
1: don't think I've gotten there yet.
0: I'm so sorry for spoiling that very pivotal moment. <laughs> That's okay. Moment.
1: Most of the spoilers that you could propose are just Belinda being naked in inappropriate places. <laughs> Belinda
0: naked in this restaurant is like too much to bear.
1: I just the the hell, just guys you need to listen to this. It's like the best it podcast. It's unlike anything. And it still I've ever doesn't heard. have ads yet, and it's into um, No, they
0: do. Do you have like an ad free version? They do like their little one minute um. Oh with the beginning. But I mean
1: they don't do the ads between like the prep, the read, I feel and like then the the, the middle
0: They just have like oh, one me. ad where they go like, oh like you can create something. Oh yeah, Rocky yeah. went out and created a thing. But it's you know what? It's exactly one minute long, so I just press oh, that fifteen button. Four yeah, I love times that fifteen button. That's the best through. thing that They've ever happened to an iPhone. Um all right, so let's get started. Let's dive Speaking in. of 15 going on 16 mm-hmm. the last weekend. Yes. So, um, Jughead, this episode is talking about order versus chaos, mm-hmm. and we get these shots of like orderly Riverdale life.
1: Yeah, we actually see them in class again, which I swear the only time we see them in class is in a montage. And it
0: says dystopian fiction on the board, which is so like Jughead, like writing being like Riverdale
1: yeah. so dystopian. Yeah, this it's- is this episode is a lot of like brooding, like existential Jughead. So. It has
0: Jughead at his worst, but like it is the best. Yeah. Um, and so, like, the chaos is, like, these quick flashes to, like, a wild party. We see, like, Archie... Topless,
1: topless, of course. Topless as topless can be.
0: Surrounded by, like, bros and animal masks. Yeah. Which never gets explained. No, but of it's course fine. not. Um, I like to think the pig mask is because dystopian fiction, animal farm... Yeah. I can see that. Farm. I can
1: see that. Yeah. There was definitely something farmy going on with this episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so this whole, like, opening thing is, like, shots between, like, Archie doing practice, and, like, them in class, and then this crazy party, um, which we circle back to through the episode but
0: first we get another awkward luke perry like hanging out in the boys doorway scene and mm-hmm. we're, like playing video games mm-hmm. and um we learn like the most jughead fact ever like we didn't they didn't even need to say this out loud for us to know that like of course jughead hates his birthday yeah so that's the which is like setup it's very
1: predictable like okay of course
0: and then he takes archie to the
1: porch he... For a man talk. Oh, yeah. Okay, before he does that, Juggerna is literally just playing video games in Archie's room. And did did you book the fact that, like, Fred comes in to talk to Archie... And instead of being like, Jughead, can we have the room, please? They let Jughead stay in the house to keep playing his video games when and go because
0: out. Jughead's so
1: they're just so they're so whipped. I just like I just wish. And wish when you Arch-
0: finally see Mary, you're like, I see why they're way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: You totally understand.
0: Um she is the strongest man in that house. Mm-hmm. And so he talks to Archie about divorce.
1: Yeah. He says that uh he's going to go. He's going to go see... um, What's her name? Mary? Mary Andrews? Mary, Mary, yeah. Um, I think you should do it.
0: They're like the one... Sorry, I'm eating more chocolate. Um, Pause for chocolate. So he's going to go to Chicago to talk it out. Mm -hmm. Sorry, it's so gross that it... Whatever. I kind of
1: want to eat one too, though. Yeah,
0: have some. Um, They don't break off into normal pieces, or maybe they do. I I like it. Anyway, So from one, like, parental strife that, like, is very commonplace and not actually that wild to one that's actually... Mm-hmm. Kind of a big deal.
1: Mm-hmm. Hermione's
0: like, oh, like we need to go see Paul Sourberry, Which, like, please, like, shoot, whoever is coming up with these names. I know. I actually, done.
1: I actually just wrote Paul Sourberry Okay, Sourberry. like, what? You should not, in no situation, hire an attorney whose name is Sourberry.
0: because you know that he's like a cartoon butler. Yeah, I don't care which, how. Like s- they already answered yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. So.
1: I don't know how. I don't care how small town, how small your town is, that's just never okay.
0: And Hermione tells Veronica that it's, or maybe it's Sourberry, whatever. Someone tells Veronica that it's going to be problematic Mm -hmm. if she doesn't, um, testify. Oh my God. I can hear it from here with that. I can't
1: can't wait for you to hear how that picks up on the mic. It's so (laughs) revolting. <laughs> well so if you're still here. Thank you so much. This is the grossest episode. Okay, I'm not gonna have to chop that up in We're this. We're like a
0: couple of Paul sourberry yeah. <laughs> Um So she has to make a statement testifying to her father's character. But Veronica, because of her conscience and because of like Ethel and because of everything mm-hmm. is and because she doesn't want to be that girl who made girls drink gutter water. Right. Um, she's not sure she wants to testify for daddy until she knows. Mm-hmm. That Daddy isn't complicit in anything very shady. Yeah. So um, Hermione's thing is going to be convincing Veronica. Uh, and then, you know, she, that was at breakfast at the Pembroke, as always. And then she's with her coffee in the student lounge. Of course. love and the student lounge. they have something to tell her. And she's like, is this a French intervention?" And I'm like, what, how did I ever think you were, like, the most perfect character?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so Archie tells, tells Veronica about, like, overhearing Cliff talk about how, like, he jailed Hiram or I guess had him jailed or like was involved somehow um and I just have to point out Archie's shirt is so tight in this scene it literally looks spray painted on like they're being absurd
0: but I love it because it is as- <laughs> <laughs> okay we heard that rock. click that
1: was that, was a, <laughs> that is his
0: best asset it's really important it, that they keep making those decisions it
1: really is but like it felt like like the opening episode of Queer as Folk. Like I could see him <laughs> at church and Wellesley like walking into Fly 2.0 with that t-shirt on. Um, um some choker symbolism, because there's always <clears throat> choker symbolism. Mm-hmm.
0: Veronica's wearing a black choker, but with one little pearl dangling, and that's like after she broke the pearls. This of is like course. the one her um loyalty to her dad is hanging by a thread.
1: By a single thread.
0: Um and then Archie and Betty are in the hallway mm-hmm. and
1: Archie, Archie tells, tells Betty. About Jughead's birthday.
0: Um, and how Jughead always goes to the moon drags Archie to do a double feature at the Bijou. Yeah. Where he sits in silence and watches a movie, which I've done for my birthday more than once, so, like, it's fine. hmm
1: And also, I totally, like, respect where Jughead is coming from. I also, like, don't like birthdays, and I just, like, I hate when people react by being like, we're throwing you a party, whether or not you want it. The
0: one thing I'm weirded out, though, by is, um... Betty says she'll go with him, but says Archie should come and it'll be like the three musketeers. Or mm-hmm. Archie says it'll be the three musketeers again, which why wouldn't she know what Jughead's birthday
1: is if they were friends? I, yeah, that was weird to me. And
0: then she says there was a fourth musketeer, yep. which at first I thought they were introducing like a mystery friend. And also is she referring to D'Artagnan? Mm-hmm. Like,
1: <laughs> Yeah. Wait, what is that? The fourth. Oh, okay. 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 I didn't know what she was talking, but I was like, "Okay." Um, I
0: know. I thought it was going to be like, and Ethel used to be our best friend, or like Dilton, oh. and then we drove him to like insanity. Well, it
1: reminded me of that like moment in like episode one or two where they're all sitting at the booth, and Jughead said something like, "But there were only three people at the booth." There's something like that, and I was <laughs> yeah. like, "But there are fully four people," and I was like, "I guess they just can't count between three and four in this." Well, show. they
0: never have class. Yeah, um, <laughs>
1: it's true.
0: So she meant FP, and she calls him up. And clearly, like, such a violation, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um, is just trying to get FP involved in Jughead's birthday. And she's like, he's like, you know.
1: Yeah, she's like, you need to come to dinner. And he's like, I don't think I should come, because he's right, because he knows his own son.
0: One thing, like, my boy likes less than washing his greasy hair <laughs>
1: yeah it's a birthday His party birthday. um so then we flash to the lunch table right. um and they're talking about they like betty archie Je- was it veronica and is it just the three of them and kevin and kevin right they're talking about throwing, there are only three yeah throw, exactly <laughs> throwing jughead's party and who should show up but chuck
0: chuck and they make it so dramatic yeah the way he walks back um,
1: I thought there was going to be something else going on. Like, I thought someone was going to be, like, chasing him with a knife I or thought something. it was going to be,
0: like, Grundy or something. Yeah. Like everyone was reacting. Anyway, Chuck is back from suspension. Dark Betty is back. Dark Betty is, like, full on.
1: Yeah. She went straight up, like... Doctor Betty to Mrs. Hyde like zero to one hundred super quick. She gets <laughs> up. She fully doesn't even explain herself. She literally Mm-mm. just gets up. Like oh, and uh, Chuck goes over to like talk to Ethel.
0: Right, and he says he's just a poet. She and she like flips out at him for talking <laughs> to Ethel, which she's try- everyone is always trying to advocate on Ethel's behalf. I know, and Ethel straight up goes like, "Relax, Betty, it's fine." Like Ethel can't handle Betty and Veronica. They are too much. I
1: also was weirded out by the fact that like. Not but two episodes ago, or maybe it was even last episode. Veronica was like, "I'm gonna like be Ethel's savior and like lift her up when she's she's down, and she's fully just sitting (laughs) eating lunch alone." I'm like, "Can someone (laughs) like interject, please?" She seems pretty like she's okay. She's not like the best person there, but she seems quite like pleasant yeah like i would eat lunch with else. ethel yeah. except
0: like as long as she doesn't like you know what if they can tolerate archie's music they could tolerate Ethel's it, poetry. oh my god
1: thank you yes if they can tolerate jughead's like obnoxious nihilist remark every five seconds they can listen to ethel over lunch
0: anyway so <laughs> um chuck tells betty to chill and like makes a hint at like don't i've seen like dark betty and mm-hmm. she does her little fist fisty
1: Yeah she, she like cuts clutch. her own palms with her nails cuz she's so mad and it reminded me of that that Arthur meme she was just like <laughs>
0: Betty is the Arthur Yeah meme. she actually is the she's Arthur meme I was wearing like an Arthur little sweater and just ooh
1: yeah
0: Um and also there's one moment where Chuck makes a menacing look at Archie from across the room and winks and Archie makes the most Dumb, sweet, dumb face. Oh, I in didn't the even world. see that. It's so quick, and it's so cute. He's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so beautiful. Um, and then Veronica's suspicious of like the apologizing because. Yeah.
1: Because... is Yeah. Well, Veronica's also the only one in this, like, show who has any sort of, like, level head on her shoulders. So Um, she's reasonably like, "Mm, this is suspicious.
0: And they all decide, that being said, to get together to throw Jughead a birthday party that it's so clear that he doesn't want. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, I really like... I noticed one thing with this episode and recent episodes is when they set up a very very clear structure like this, mm-hmm. um, where you know where the characters are going to be going. You know what the, I don't know. Like I thought, fa- found that like this episode laying out like, oh, Betty's going to try to do this for Jughead. Yeah. Everyone's going to ratchet up the whatever. Jughead's not going to like it. Um, mm-hmm they realize mistakes, something blows up. Yeah. Like they lay that out from the beginning, yeah. and I find that these episodes, even though they're predictable, work really well.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. I feel like they do a really good job of like making it so that even though you think you know what's going to happen, they like play it out in a way that's interesting. Um, so then Betty just completely ignores FP, breaks into his house, and invites him in person.
0: Oh, I... Was it his Okay, so I get
1: the Wait, work trailer. I <laughs> knew you were going to say that. I, honestly, it could have been the work trail trailer because, that, like I've said many times, that office is in a shipping container, but equally, so I think F- he lives, lives in a shipping container, so maybe they're just like stacked on top of each other in a shipping I yard or something. I get
0: confused every single time. Did you yeah. ever watch Dexter? Yeah. Do you remember how season one ended with there was like a baby in blood in a shipping container?
1: Somehow, yeah, yeah. That's like Espy's living room. Yeah, Yeah, I see that. Um, yeah, so Betty invites FP to, like, this frat party, which I guess we did not they didn't know was a frat at the time. Um,
0: Meanwhile, they're really following through with <laughs> Alice working at the school paper.
1: Yeah, this was really weird. Every time, like, when this got brought up at first, I was like, there's no way. But then Alice comes in and she's like, the principal said I could do it. And I'm like, <laughs> what is, like, your family's livelihood is at stake. Like, this is very sad. Like, this woman is presumably, like, a relatively, like, seasoned journalist, albeit for a small town, but she's been, like, writing for her li- for her, most of her life. She, like, owns a paper. Yeah. Why is she so readily, like, oh, okay, blue and gold?
0: Um, I think it's because she's having a so, such a hard time dealing with the poly stuff that yeah. she just needs to channel her energy into her other daughter.
1: It's true. Um, and Alice says not to trust, uh, she tells Betty not to trust uh, Jughead with all of her secrets. But Um,
0: I really like that talk.
1: Me too. A lot.
0: I think it was really nice about, like, you know, I told a boy, like, too much. Like, don't, like, you feel like you love him, but don't, like, you know.
1: Yeah, I think that's reasonable advice. Anyone who thinks that, like, being 100% honest at all times about everything, like, probably will encounter some sort of relationship fumbles. Um, Okay, so then we go to Archie's kitchen.
0: Love, love how the scene is set up. Even though it devolves into like boringness that I don't even remember. Yeah, because Jughead's being so cute with his oven bits and then Archie doofus doofus dingus like, Yeah, and touches the pan
1: and goes like, "Oh, yeah." It was classic. It was classic Archie Jughead fodder, but I really thought that Cole is acting in this scene, and I know maybe, like, we're not expecting, like, a, a Meryl Streep from Cole Sprouse, but this scene was a little painful for me. Like, I can't even remember what he was saying, but he was like, I just don't, like, my birthday because, and I just, it felt very, like, oh, put on. I think
0: Cole Sprouse was pushed to his acting limit in this episode <laughs> and, like, could not sell anything. It's true.
1: And it's difficult because he's, he's actually acting like a caricature of a person, but, like, you could act like a caricature of a person in a way that a person would act and like a caricature of a person. When you share
0: so many scenes with Lily Reinhardt, who is, besides Alice, the single, like best actor oh, on the show. Easily. She is amazing. Like it really, really shows.
1: I agree. Um then He we're, says he's
0: gonna go see a double feature.
1: Yeah. And he's he talks about he, how he always felt lonely on his birthday, because I guess
0: He doesn't like birthdays because birthdays are normal. Yeah. And he's twisted. Yeah,
1: he's very Moody. Um, I was
0: thinking a lot. Did you see the Netflix promotion where it was? Did you see that um, little thing? It came up in Facebook autoplay, and it was Cole and KJ Apa, and they were answering questions about each other. Oh my god! It's so so cute. And at the end, they like ship each other, and they're like Jarchi. It's canon. Do it for the fans. And this whole scene, I was just thinking like Jarchi, Jarchi, Jarchi. Jarchi, that's
1: such a gross couple name. (laughs) Jarchi. No, I didn't see that though. Veronica's
0: wearing reading glasses, which like. If you're, You you don't wear glasses if you have to read if you're under the age of something. It's Definitely. true. Like it's it true. She's so literally, t- literally 15. If she's wearing,
1: <laughs> wearing reading glasses, something's wrong. Um, she's digging into the accounts. She's digging into the accounts, which... My first thought was, "Why is no one else? Why is a fifteen-year-old doing this?" How like, is she
0: the first person who's mm-hmm. found? Yeah,
1: exactly. I was like, "Why is there? Why is Mister Sourberry? Well, I guess we know it's because he's Mister Sowerberry. If you're, if that's his name, he's probably not going to be able to do elementary research.
0: She's just that good.
1: Yeah, she. Yeah, that's how we'll say that. She's just that good, and she finds that uh, there's a connection between what is it between the her dad's
0: the uh, the lodges have been paying the blossoms
1: mm-hmm.
0: wait no no the, the lo- blossoms have been paying the lodges for 75 years oh that's mysterious what it was payments oh what did i i, I wait, who was paying who i, okay, the idea I thought they it got was cut yeah. off and Hiram got mad and killed you J- right okay so the blossoms had been paying the lodges mm-hmm. for 75 years and then these mysterious payments stopped before jason was murdered
1: Okay. I so the see.
0: idea is that Jason's murder might have been retribution. The okay. Um, um, and Hermione's like, "Oh, he's a wig-wearing monster."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which wigs, wigs, wigs. Yeah. wigs. <laughs> this and, episode's
1: all about the wigs.
0: Um, don't make things worse by asking questions, which is really ominous.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that was very interesting. Cut
0: immediately. Jump cut. Glasses off. <laughs> high socks on. Yeah.
1: Cheer practice. This. This was probably one... This was... I would say this this is my second favorite scene from the episode. Um, after... Um, after... Well, we'll, the, get, oh, to we'll get to it. we'll to it. Because <clears> I <throat> was th- going to
0: say, even if this isn't necessarily my favorite or the time I laughed the most, this is probably maybe the most iconic scene I've Yeah, seen so this
1: far. was also, like, very shocking to me. Like, I'm so... <laughs> like, I know this show is all about, like, camp and being over the top, but this, I was like, why are they... Why are they comfortable doing this? There was
0: no... Narrative reason no. for them to have a dance off. They set it up just to watch it happen.
1: Yeah, I, like Veronica fully walks in and is like, "What? Like you don't think I can like run this cheer team?" And she's like, um, "Let's put it up to a popular vote." And I'm like, "You literally could have just ended the conversation." And then music
0: starts. Dance off,
1: okay, so the dance off first off <laughs> includes absolutely no cheerleading. There's not an ounce of like school spear choreography or like anything that would be useful in a practical sense of being a cheerleader.
0: that didn't even cross my mind, yeah but you're right. it's also
1: there the entire like routine, if you can even call it that, was literally just like like twerking to trap music,
0: yeah, and Veronica, clearly, if this is a choreographed routine, Veronica got the better half. her dance was great, Cheryl's was, oh, was all incredible. floor work, and yeah. it was like a bit it was whipping her hair and floor work. Yeah, it was a
1: lot of hairography on both sides, though, but I will say, Ver- Veronica won for a reason.
0: Um, I want to, like, imitate one of her dance moves, but I won't do it here, but the one where she turns her back and she's doing like the high style. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. So
1: good. <laughs> yeah, there were some iconic dance moves that I think will definitely be immortalized as Jeff. at
0: first, I think that like maybe they're making up their own dances and it's a dance-off, they come together to do this choreographed bit at the end, which I want to imagine that it's just like like movie magic and they just knew how to dance at the same time. Anyway, Cheryl gets no claps.
1: Yeah, she doesn't get a single vote. Veronica and gets claps. She <laughs> fires her <laughs> social handmaidens that she calls them. And then just before she, she leaves, she says, shoe bitches. She says... <laughs> I,
0: she says... Leading up to it, she says you catatonic bimbos, she calls them stuttering sapheads. <laughs> she says they have the collective vocabulary of a baked potato. <laughs> And, and then she and says, maidens and shoe bitches. Yeah,
1: and then she says shoe bitches. Like
0: it is so hard to keep up. Yeah. with, like the rapid fire brilliance of they, Cheryl Blossom. They need to
1: have a Cheryl Blossom soundboard. I feel like that'd be great for like text that tones. Such a good idea. I would love for my text tone to be shoe bitches. Okay,
0: because I was going to ask you quick pause. Mm-hmm. If there was like, because you said this episode was like you said farmy, and I said like if there was some type of online like Club Penguin-y mm-hmm. Riverdale game, like maybe a Sims What's free Penguin? play. Oh, that's a whole world of Wait, you mean other.
1: like Animal Farm or just like like Farmville? Like
0: like a, some type of Facebooky game, like bringing okay. that back.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Like Will a you Sims, Riverdale I, I feel like Sims Riverdale would work very well together. I'm surprised I haven't seen any of those like Sims recreations of TV shows How for people? it yet.
0: I'm going to do yeah, that, that tonight. And they also
1: all look so template so I feel like it would be very easy they to look create some. Like Sims. Yeah, they look like Sims, they do. Wow, I didn't even think of that. That's actually, you should do that. And we can can voice them.
0: That would be really fun. Okay, we should do that. Okay, a follow-up
1: to this. (laughs) A follow-up to Double Digest ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, find it. Um, So then, where do we go? Okay, so we have a Fred Archie phone call where Fred is sitting in a car... Probably, like, very Jughead-esque, just kind of moping about being like, I couldn't do it. or what Archie's mad
0: about divorce, so then he raids the liquor cabinet.
1: Yeah, yeah. A classic... Well, actually, this isn't classic for Archie. This is the first time we've seen Archie turn to a substance. This is the first time we've seen anyone... Well, we'll get to it.
0: No, because they were not they were They were drinking, they were drinking at the, at the club. club, but
1: I feel like... There and was, they
0: were drinking in the first episode. They had to have been. Maybe they weren't.
1: I feel like this... Well, we'll get to it when we get to the party, but... We've definitely seen drinking in a different light in this episode than we have previously. Absolutely. I mean, they're not this
0: was real Teen Kegger. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. It was. Um, um then we go to Mr. Sugarbottom's office or whatever his name is. I don't Sour know. This Barry. is like literally the name of someone from like Midsummer Night's Dream or something. Like this I don't is know so what they I
0: don't know what they're referring to with this, but like Is this we'll the name of the, the was
1: this character in I don't think okay. there was like a town
0: lawyer. Yeah. Um maybe there were anyway, so um Veronica's wearing a really cool fur coat.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um Sourberry pulls a letter from his desk. Yeah. Veronica reads it out loud. And it basically says Hiram is threatening Veronica that if she doesn't testify, he will send her mom to jail.
1: Yeah, he's basically blackmailing her and her mom and says, like, the fate of your lives depends on your statement. And she's like, ooh, no. So, like... I guess he still does have some power on the family, even from behind bars.
0: And then Jug and Betty are at the movie, mm-hmm,
1: watching their double feature. They're watching American Werewolf. right? It's
0: kind of like La La Land because, like, there's like <laughs> jazz music in the background.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 these pop rocks to be honest there's something in these yeah enjoy the sound of our coughing and eating oh
0: yeah and i love where he's like you didn't strike me as an american werewolf kind of girl and she goes like oh ho ho you're wrong i'm all about the beast within yeah the lights go down and she takes an ominous sip
1: yeah i just pictured her like transforming into the hulk when she said that i just wish they would have one like have they had a halloween episode oh they have have they? Did they? Oh no! I'm thinking of when they put ears on when they perform, but I guess they, thats
0: not, That wasn't no. That's, that's they, just they, should, they should do a whole, Halloween episode. So I'm surprised. It, it, and it could be like everyone breaks into somewhere
1: in the Blossom Estate. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, for season two. <laughs> um, um,
0: meanwhile, at the house. Firstly, because you were talking about how Betty and Veronica were rude to Ethel. Kevin's, like, really rude to Ethel at the beginning of this scene. Yeah. Um, this
1: is... Wait, are you talking about the scene at Archie's? Yeah, when they're yeah. waiting
0: for the surprise party. Because Ethel's like, double feature, think I have time to go to the bathroom. And Kevin's like, no, Ethel, hold it. Like, just to be Yeah, just to well, be this, mean. Ho- this whole
1: opening scene had a lot of weird, like, shady things that people were saying. Because then Veronica's yeah. really shady than Ver- Jughead. Yeah. No, Jughead and Joaquin. He was like... <laughs> He's like, the three of them are standing in a circle. So Veronica li- arrives a little late. They clap, and then she rolls her eyes and is like, do I look like Jughead?
0: Yeah, and then said, I thought it was inner circle. Only.
1: Yeah, she, sa- she says it to Kevin about Joaquin and in Kevin's front of Joaquin. Like, and Kevin's like, he's my boyfriend, which, granted, I will say is insane because they've met once. But still, like, she could have pulled him aside.
0: Um,
1: And then... So, yeah,
0: and then goes to a drink cabinet. She's in a mood.
1: Yeah, she's just upset because she just got threatened by her dad. So she's all sad and and then Betty. Oh no! So does she try to talk to Archie about her dad before the cake or after?
0: Not.
1: I think it's after. It's after. Okay, so this is my favorite. I don't even. This isn't even a scene. This is my favorite. 10 Wait, leading of the up episode. to the cake because yeah.
0: that's important oh i guess they they come in happy birthday archie at this stage of drunk is so cute Mm -hmm. and just like okay but first jughead is really shady to everyone there. beyond the like oh like i wish you all weren't here like kevin says like happy birthday bud and like hugs him and jughead straight up goes like oh, it's Kevin. And I was yeah. like, that wasn't necessary. Also at
1: this point, like, yeah, it's like, this still is inner circle. Like, okay, fine, maybe Ethel and Joaquin. But Kevin's but like, like in Kevin the Kevin is very always the with them. the fourth musketeer. Yeah he, yeah, he is the fourth musketeer. Like, that, was, that seemed shady to me. It
0: was very shady. Um, Veronica wishes him feliz cum, cumpleaños, <laughs> but calls him Torambolo. And I was like, huh, weird. Spanish. Chughead.
1: Oh, is it?
0: Yeah, in the Mexican or Spanish comics.
1: Huh. Well, Chimpe is
0: Torambolo, Which is a variation um of, of star fruit. Oh. I looked at a lot of etymology
1: okay cool um but then so <laughs> then betty disappears for a second jughead goes has anyone seen betty <laughs> and she emerges from the kitchen i don't even know if the lights were off before this point if they, just suddenly, they just suddenly off and it's like the, the camera zooms in on betty and she just walks towards jughead with unbreaking eye contact singing happy birthday in the most the
0: creepiest, the creepiest
1: yet like I couldn't take my eyes off it. Marilyn
0: Monroe, murderous, yeah, sexy yeah. It baby was like boys. it was like it was
1: Marilyn Monroe meets like like American Horror Story Asylum. Like it was it was mess. And
0: she's underlit by the candles. Yeah, she's
1: <laughs> underlit by the candles. And if you look at the facial expressions of everyone else in the crowd around them, they're smiling, scary. but in a very <laughs> uneasy way. Yeah. And she arrives to Jughead, and he's just like, that was. He says, like, that was haunting or something. He's fully just, like, that was fucked.
0: And it's so weird that the rest of the episode just drops that. Yeah. That was so creepy and out of nowhere and its own thing. Oh,
1: yeah. That was, like, Dark Betty beyond any Dark Betty we've seen. Like, that is Betty's, like, I don't know. I just feel like... that was rough.
0: <laughs> yeah, Dark Betty's coming out tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, so Veronica's in the kitchen. She's already sloppy drunk, like crying, crying.
1: Also, like just a quick interjection: No one wants. Not a single person wants to be at this party. Jughead does not want to be there. Betty's doing it for Jughead. Veronica is certainly not happy. You know
0: who does want to be there?
1: Well, Archie. But <laughs> but does Archie does he want to be there or does he just want to be drunk?
0: He just wants to like have a party yeah
1: this this very became an archie focus night
0: which is so classic archie Mm
1: -hmm. um yeah so then betty's surprised that jughead doesn't want to do this and i was like why are you surprised he's he's literally at every chance been like please do not do this i don't want to
0: and betty is like oh he's like you don't want to do
1: this um then
0: and and he says the road to hell is paved with good intentions which like which like yeah
1: It's a party, Jughead. Um, Then Cheryl shows up at the door with like a hundred, maybe
0: the whole school. Because they cut out, and you see the the whole school is there. And she's like, she brought the party. Yeah. And Archie is thrilled. Yeah, Archie is comes to the door
1: and. They're like, where should we put up the kegs? And without even looking at Jughead or consulting anyone in the group, he's like, I guess one in the kitchen and one in the backyard. And it's he's like, like this is not about you, Archie. And why was Archie so drunk so early on?
0: He, well, it's that's so that's so Archie. It though. is. He was
1: drinking the way that like a person drinks the first time they've ever drank, and it must have been that. But I just love how no one else, and not a single other person that entire night, reacted that way.
0: Yeah, everyone else was kind of
1: fine. Yeah, so. Inexplicably, all the like half of the men's shirt come off. So we go to a dancing scene. It's dark. Cheryl's standing in the middle of his living room dance floor, and she's just surrounded by sh- shirtless men. Again, we're back with Queer as Folk. We're back at Fly 2.0. Which
0: is also, again, why I say that like Archie and Cheryl are perfect for each other. They both make shit just about them. Yeah, like, it's again, true. Cheryl becomes center of gravity for the rest of this party.
1: It's true. If, if anything, I feel like Cheryl and Archie could have a pretty successful relationship because they're such, like oblivious narcissist that neither of their narcissism would ever become obnoxious to the other one because they just wouldn't even notice. I think yeah. it's meant
0: to be. You.
1: Um, so then Jughead goes to the garage and he actually does say something that I thought was pretty funny where he's like, Seth, Rogen. Seth Rogen movie. Um, I was like, that's very apt.
0: It was pretty good. Archie comes in so red faced, so drunk. And he's mm-hmm. like, Bell is here. You think she wants me back? Like,
1: <laughs> Yeah. And Jughead's essentially like, shut up, Archie. Um, FP shows up with a present with
0: a present we never see what it is do we? do
1: we? Uh, no I guess we don't
0: yeah that seems oh, like a do you think wasted. that's something they will come back to? I bet it's the gun <laughs> it's
1: Jason's <laughs> it's, jacket <laughs> it's Jason's it's Jason's head um, so FP shows up also something I thought was weird like even if this was an intimate surprise party can you imagine like your high school friends inviting like 6 of them and then your parent like it just seemed weird to me
0: Which but that's like Betty being weird
1: It's Betty being Betty and it's also even weirder that FP indulged it but I guess he just felt like he had to win it win back his son But
0: it's also like you think a, Betty would be more sensitive to Jughead's weird parent shit because she has weird parent shit. Mm-hmm. And B, this isn't clean-shaven FP. This is still bearded FP. Yeah. So, like, should he have been around yeah. the, the keggers and the children? I, I don't know. know.
1: It was weird, yeah. Um, so Betty confronts Chuck and asks him to, like, leave politely. She's like, okay, like, it's time to go. Um, and then Chuck confronts her and says, like, he saw the dark Betty that night at the at the hot tub. Um,
0: also, F.P. finds Joaquin mm-hmm. and they start scheming. F.P. finds Joaquin
1: and Joaquin starts reporting on what he's learned from, uh, from Kevin, like that he heard Ronnie talking about how her dad could be involved in the Blossom, murder. it's like this whole thing's tying back together. But
0: cut to Alice watching with binoculars.
1: Oh my god, yeah, that was, yeah, so Alice <laughs> is like across the street in her car or something?
0: No, she's in Betty's room because it's the classic Betty's oh, room, Archie's oh. room spying thing. Oh my god, I
1: didn't even take that in. Oh, she's great. <laughs>
0: I know she's I
1: what I wanted to be. I think I might have imagined
0: a- it, but I could have sworn she brought the binoculars in and looked to the camera and smiled, but I think I, I hope imagined. So.
1: Um so then Jughead and Betty get into a fight in the garage and he gives his epic Jughead monologue, which had that been teased online before that episode. No, came but out? I watched
0: this episode after that had already been like
1: oh, okay. done
0: up as a meme. Like it became like a Spotify yeah. breakup playlist. Yeah, like, <laughs> it did
1: actually. It, that was an incredible scene, and it was classic Jughead. And as much as I thought he was over the top, this this episode, I kind of feel like we needed that.
0: Yeah, it was. It was like it was like oh, Jughead is the worst. Yeah, he it was. Is this was worst. like
1: this. If if you were unsure before this scene if you could like tolerate Jughead IRL, like this confirmed to you that it's impossible.
0: Um, I would love nothing more than to watch the real of. Every time they filmed him doing it. Just to oh my see his god. Takes. Yeah. This take is like really bad. It's yeah, they're like, not like, no, well delivered. No, it is
1: not at all. like this. I'm w- weird.
0: I'm a freak.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, and I can just hear the director being like, now do it again, but a little more sad. <laughs> um, so then he talks about how he's from the wrong side of the tracks. And then he says something that I thought was weird about how he was only friends with Archie and Betty and not Veronica. He like singles out the two of them as his only friends. And I thought that was a little bit like. Weird. I don't know. I expected him to like Veronica more. Just another
0: shady thing, yeah, where he's like, yeah, Veronica and Kevin, like, wouldn't even like. uh," And he said, he didn't say they wouldn't hang out with him. He's like, Mm -hmm. if it weren't for you guys, I wouldn't even hang out with them. Yeah, I was like they're very cool. Like, and and also as like well read and shit yeah. as you. What's the problem? And also like
1: they were friends before he and Betty started dating, so I don't understand what that was about. Um, so and, then,
0: and um, then says to Betty, like, "You're just with me until Archie wants you."
1: Yeah, or something like and that. And then he like realizes what he said. She storms off, and Archie drunkenly confronts <laughs> Valerie oh my God. back in the party, and uh, she's like. Step off like this is not a thing. She
0: says she broke up with him because he was a hot mess.
1: Yeah, which is very true. Couldn't mm-hmm. be more true, and couldn't be more true in this moment. And then she tries to walk away, and he kind of like p- puts himself in the way. She of does. Her. It's a little. I was very kind of creeped out about that, yeah. and something like that comes up again later in the episode. Um, and she fully just like douses him with her beer. Love it. And he's like ooh, and then she just like dips. It was amazing. And her friend, who was her friend, was that just an extra? Melody. That, Melody okay, still Melody.
0: has not spoken a no, word. No. Yeah. In this I was show. like, I.
1: Wasn't even sure if that was a character.
0: And then Cheryl, like the puppet from Saw that she is, mm-hmm. like decides it's time to play a Cheryl game. Yeah. They, and locks the door. They
1: block Jughead from leaving, and they decide to play Secrets and Sins, which we learn is like essentially truth or dare.
0: But with... In which we own our truths.
1: Yeah. And uh, so Cheryl starts, she... What does she say? She says... Veronica's mom is like a...
0: Um, she says that he you moved here with your mob wife of a, a mob mother. mob wife mother. Which That's what it fair. is.
1: Which, yeah, no, true. Um, then Veronica...
0: Comes, so pretty much she's like, what's your dad doing behind bars? Like, mm-hmm. pretty shady guy.
1: And Veronica jabs back, like, really unrelentingly. It's just like, except, isn't it kind of weird that, like, you're in love with your brother?
0: <laughs> it is so... She, everything that people have been guessing about and talking about... As if it was like tastefully done as like innuendo, mm-hmm. which it could never be tasteful. I take that back. No but just, but- innuendo. She made windowed. Yeah, and this was, yeah,
1: she windowed this. She was like, this was very surrogatey for me, too. I was like, thank God for someone finally just being like, it's creepy like the way that you talk about him. She
0: laid it all out. She said, you guys probably you love Jason in a way that a sister shouldn't love a brother, and Mm -hmm. as he grew up he realized it was creepy and you were jealous that you could never have him. Yeah,
1: and she was shook. She was like, "Because
0: it's true." She was so shook because she was like, you read me. Yeah,
1: yeah, she reads her like a book. And then Dilton Doily chimes in being like, I saw Grundy and." Does he say and Archie or just say Grundy's car and Archie was there too? Yeah, which like a lot of people
0: were there too. You but, were there, so whatever. But, but it
1: was weird. They like, people just jump to conclusions and put it together in a sec without any other connection. It's
0: because like Chuck is there. So Chuck is like, oh, sweet man. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: So they find out about Grundy and Archie and they also Chuck spills the beans about the night at the hot tub and how Betty had that what is he says she had like a heinous wig on or something. Yeah. Reminds me of that wig that Hillary Duff had on in the With Love video. Oh yeah. Um but yeah, so he's like, she went crazy, she like thought I was
0: one quick thing. Mm-hmm. Cheryl bounces off Dilton's <laughs> thing saying, like, Oh, that's why you became a mediocre musician, because you <laughs> you and Miss Four Eyes had a did a Mary Kay Latourno, which, I don't know, so I ha- had to look it up. I don't know what that is. 1996, a teacher <laughs> who looks like Miss Frundy uh, IRL, had a relationship with a 12-year-old student, no. and they Twelve? are still married and oh have my two God. beautiful children.
1: It's like a... It's, it's like a,
0: awful.
1: A, a, what's that girl? Sun Lee? A Sun- what... Sun... What's Woody Allen's like wife daughter's name? Sunny. It's like that. They're still married.
0: Yeah, to this day. I saw like I looked it up and I found New York Daily News like exclusive photos of them like hitting the town.
1: That's so weird. It is freaky. Um, So so like heat up a bit, Um, and then. Chuck talks about how Betty got crazy and Jughead to the rescue, punches Chuck.
0: And Chuck punches back.
1: Chuck punches back, of course, and, like, breaks Jughead's table with Jughead. (laughs) Or Archie's (laughs) table. Like, Jughead just collapses onto a glass table. And then FP throws Chuck out, at which point I was like, if you were here this whole time, why didn't you interject when Cheryl locked the door and blocked your son from leaving?
0: An excellent point. But then
1: you did say this is still unshaven FP, so right. his decision-making is not So up he to shuts far. down
0: the party, tells the kids to go home. Yeah. Uh, he t- tells Jughead to, like, go after his girl. Jughead mm-hmm. has a cute scar, and he's feeling very surly. Yeah. Um, it's weird that no one cares about what Chuck said. Like, no one brings up the Dark Betty revelations. But, no. Okay. Uh, Alice comes by because she's the block captain of Neighborhood Watch. Of course. And she's like, what are you doing in my neighborhood, you South Side?"
1: <laughs> yeah and we learn that she used to come she came from the south side too and fp says something like it's too bad you're such a bitch because you're still hot or something gross like i'm that. going to
0: tell you something what's that alice and fp for sure had a relationship when she was still seeing hal in high school and the baby was fp's i am telling you that and i've never been more Sure of myself in a theory. You think?
1: Wait, so who's the child? I know. Do you think it's No, the child
0: thing? had... A, she had an appointment. No, no, the child's oh, not...
1: Oh, the child is not this around. Was high
0: school. She was with Hal. Slept with FP. Because they were... Ooh. Had, had
1: the... Had that the... That actually explains their dinner. Okay, well. I, It explains
0: a lot. Because I realized then with the... I'm like, something is out <clears> here. <throat> mm-hmm. And she really doesn't like, oh, those Joneses, that Jones boy, Jughead yeah. and his weird dad... I am so, so, so sure. And this thing about her being from the south side.
1: Well, wouldn't it be the first time you predicted something? Like, you got the twins thing, too. Um, yeah, oh my god, that, that...
0: And I haven't seen this one floating around. Yeah. And I'm so sure I'm right. But that save that for another season. Yeah, we'll have That's, to come back to They're not even going to get to it.
1: Um, so Jughead and Betty go to Pops. He looks so good. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: I hate him, but he looks really good with his shiner. Yeah, and then against...
1: Against Alice's better judgment, they tell each other all their secrets and come clean. Um and Betty talks about her overwhelming darkness, which is like, Okay, Betty, you just got frustrated. Although I she's a bit cray, but I just hate (laughs) the way she talks about it so much. She like
0: reveals her little fingernail. Yeah, she's like, I cut my hand. And it's like that's not that's not Okay, I won't say. Anyway, then we get to Veronica (laughs) and Archie. And they say the words they say to incest. Yeah. Um, And Archie, again, like, everyone has real problems in this scenario except Archie. Because Archie's like, I drunk dialed my dad. Yeah. And Veronica's like, my dad is in jail and wants to drag my mother into jail, too, just to spite me. And then I'll have no one. Guess we both have problems.
1: Yeah. But I also love whenever Archie and Veronica talk about this stuff. Because it's always like Archie being like... Like, my parents are, like, separating, and it's hurting, like, like my relationship with them and all this stuff. And then Veronica's always like, so back in my house, like, this is what's happening. She fully, like, does a 180 so easily. And it's
0: always like, oh, poor baby. I'm, like, literally on fire yeah right
1: now. Yeah. It's like, whose parental situation is more fucked?
0: um And then they, they, they uh, kiss, and then morning after, we get a little tease, because mm-hmm. we see her in bed, in Archie's bed, and we're like, oh. Yeah. But then... Cut to Archie, like naked, literally
1: sleeping in a way that no one sleeps, like
0: like a statue, like, like a fallen statue. Yeah, he
1: statue. looks like a like a Artemis. He has like one hand up and one hand. It's like Archie out. in
0: repose. Yeah, it's an odalisk of Archie. It, it actually is.
1: It's like David, a la Archie, or like the other way around.
0: and with the light kind of coming through his attic window, and him like strewn there. And Kate, could I tell you my little reading? Yes. The sheets are forest it's deers and trees and stuff okay. he's lying there um, naked and peaceful and beautiful and she bends down and kisses him and it's like it's like reverse snow white it is like oh, he is such a little damsel that always needs saving he's is. He is so pure he's such a symbol
1: oh my God that's true yeah no he's he's definitely the Dependent one in, in any relationship. <laughs> he is I, a Archie has never taken the upper hand. I don't think he could. But and then
0: walks downstairs, and Daddy Jughead is sitting there with his morning coffee, mm-hmm. and he says,
1: "Like, don't worry, I won't tell anyone." And this is like
0: the only j- nice moment Jughead and Veronica have ever had together. They both go, "Ha ha
1: ha!" Yeah, they smile
0: and laugh. And I'm
1: also like, "Tell anyone what?" Like, you literally just kiss. Like I know. that's like so much more like intense shit happens in Riverdale. Like, why are they so? easy to like talk about like betrayals and murders but like if someone kisses it's jughead's lips are sealed
0: and then um smithers tells veronica that he like believes in hermione's character but not hiram's yeah and that motivates veronica to do a quick costume change and show up at sourberry's office Mm -hmm.
1: they show up Um, at the office and to attest
0: i like that it's in the scope that she can as yeah. like a da- daughter and like not wanting to it was just like well both my parents loved me very much mm-hmm. like that's and that's cute
1: yeah and then yeah so she makes the statement um and then we go to Betty's Archie house cleaning. right or
0: I think Oh no no Archie, yeah it's the cleaning yeah. scene
1: so Archie and Jughead are cleaning up at, or Jughead's eating pizza and Archie's like sweeping And his face is all red. And he's like, I'm so hungover. (laughs) It's like the first time he's ever had a hangover. And Jughead like swears to secrecy, which again, I don't understand why it's so important.
0: He says, I'm never telling anyone anything literally ever.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I was like, that's
0: okay. okay, Jughead. Um, Um...
1: So then Alice brings Betty an aspirin because she predicts the headache. Alice is a great mom.
0: Alice is the best mom. She's the mom I want. She's actually so good. And the show did such a good fake out of being like, oh, she's a nightmare mom. But actually, she's the best. On a little tray, it's Mm -hmm. like tea and an aspirin. She's wearing a lovely lilac turtleneck. Um, she's watching everyone. Alice, through the looking glass, can see everyone. And she even casually mentions, and Betty doesn't even realize why it's weird that she would know. It's like, oh, so that, like, Joaquin boy was there, and and Jughead's dad was there. Well,
1: I think that, like... Alice literally, Alice is, like, the big brother figure. Like, she yeah. knows everything. She's pulling the string. She, she runs this town. She runs the, the animal she, farm. Like she, she shapes
0: she, the narrative. Yeah,
1: without anyone knowing. And she's, like, she makes that weird comment where she's, like, this town, like, because Betty tells tells her about Joaquin and Kevin, and she's, like, this town's not that small. I'm, like, oh. Yeah, I she like She's she always knows. got something cooking.
0: And then um, Betty runs into the others, and she's, like, so mad at them still. Wait, no. No, no. That's no. The next. So that's
1: Veronica, I, Veronica brings Betty a, a skim a skim milk latte, which I'm like, where in this town did you get decaf that? Decaf
0: latte. Yeah, a decaf skim milk what's latte. The point? I mean,
1: I don't think Riverdale has a Starbucks, so I don't understand what's going on there. And Betty's like, last time you did this, you kissed a boy. I think that Pembroke boy. has an espresso. Maybe.
0: Um, yeah. So it Betty says does.
1: that. Yeah. Betty and, says that, and <laughs> Veronica goes like, <laughs> "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." And then she just starts talking about her parents again.
0: Yeah, Veronica wants to help uh, with the investigation at the Blue and Gold because of the she's suspicious of her dad. And then Jughead gives his closing lines. We see that Daddy sent Veronica jail pearls, mm-hmm. and we see that
1: Archie's mum Molly Ringwald. We've, we're seeing for the first first time, time. for the first time arrives home at the end, but more surprisingly, Archie has a dog.
0: Yeah. The dog's been in it before.
1: Oh, okay. But
0: like very, <laughs> I thinnily. just wrote,
1: Hey mom, Archie has a dog. <laughs> <laughs> the um, dog's
0: name they said in the first episode is Vegas, which, gross. Oh
1: God, that's trashy. That's
0: like, tra- I've like Vegas. never heard. it Yeah. <sighs> Anyway, final thoughts of the episode? Um,
1: I really like this episode. I I think I would give it four four and a half abs just because we got Betty with the happy birthday. And then what was the other moment that you brought up that was like... Dance-off. Oh, yeah. The dance-off, even though it was bonkers, it was so entertaining to watch. Um, But I really think that uh, this episode gave us some good stuff. I I will say it loses points for Jughead's... (laughs) amount of dialogue oh, i could have I'm done with less. that in the
0: pro column really just because that jughead rant is so
1: the rant i love so
0: i'm giving it five abs because because of the three because of happy birthday mm-hmm. dance off yeah and i'm weird i'm a freak yeah <laughs> just
1: awesome yeah it was a i guess he did thrive in his own weird way <laughs> in his not normal way um but yeah so um I guess we'll wrap it there. Thanks for listening, guys.
0: Where's Reggie? I know he's on 13 Reasons, but in the show, I think he's dead.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> well, I don't know. That's get, not... I'm not we, saying I think I there's going to be some sort of Reggie twist in the 13th episode, because we're not seeing enough of him. It's weird. Yeah. He's got to come into the second season more, and they have to like, make it important. He probably killed Jason. I wouldn't be surprised. That he probably killed like probably. Jason.
0: And that way they could get written No, they already knew. I
1: feel like whoever killed... Well, I guess it was between the eyes. I was going to say it was an accident, but... We'll have to see. We'll have to see. So if you guys want to follow us on social media, we're on Twitter at Riverdale Recaps. And uh, yeah, we'll, you'll hear us (laughs) soon again.